I'm going to read real quick Matthew 123. If you've got your Bibles, open it up. It's just one verse. Uh, I'm going to just go ahead and get this thing kick-started. Don't worry about getting there because I know you guys have got plans. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I praise you. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Uh, Father, thank you for the people that are here the ones that are watching online. And Father, so much of our family that is out traveling today, Father, I just ask that you be with them, uh, claim protection over them and their families. Uh, the ones that are here today, the visitors that are here, Father, I claim protection on them on their way home. Uh, Father, most importantly, I ask that you make dang sure that we know what this season is all about. Continue to put it on our hearts. Father, don't let us stray away from that. Don't let us get so busy in this season that we don't sit down and focus on what's most important. Father, and that's your son. And we praise you for sending him here. Father, you've given me a message to give this evening. And I am asking you at this point, Father, and I need your help. I'm asking that you anoint me from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet. Um, Father, take all of my pride, my nerves, um, my doubt. Father, take that away from me and replace it with you, Father. Your love, your knowledge, Father, your peace. I ask these things in your name. Help us to love, laugh, and forgive. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. Literally, I need 10 minutes. I've got what he's given me will not take that long, but it's very important that we catch this because this was something that I actually just noticed a few days ago as I was reading uh, in my Bible about the story of the birth of Jesus. I caught something that I've never caught before. Um, and that really surprised me because, I mean, as a child growing up in a Christian home, I've heard the birth of Jesus, the story of it many, many times. I've read it through the Gospels and so forth. But I want to set the scene. We're going to look at Luke chapter 1. If you've got your Bibles, you can get there. But Luke chapter 1, but I want to set the scene for you guys. This is Zachariah and Elizabeth. They, they wanted a baby, okay? But Zachariah, he was an older man. Uh, but he spent many days praying for a child. He always wanted a child. And, and to give y'all a heads up, their child is John the Baptist, okay? For, we're just going to continue on. But John the Baptist ended up being their son. But the thing was, he was at the temple at one point, and he's praying. And he's praying for a child. And all of a sudden, Gabriel the angel shows up, and he tells him, you will conceive, your, your wife Elizabeth is going to conceive a child. But the problem with him was, is he just denied it. I mean, he said, there's no way that we can do this. I, I want to pick it up right there. Let's go look at Luke 1, 18 through 20. Zacharias said to the angel, how can I be sure this will happen? I'm an old man now, and my wife is also well along in years. Then the angel said, I am Gabriel. I stand in the very presence of God. It was he who sent me to bring you this good news. Next verse. But now, since you didn't believe what I said, you will be silent and unable to speak until the child is born. For my words will certainly be fulfilled at the proper time. Okay. Zachariah says this is physically and logically impossible. He's speaking to Gabriel, and he says this is impossible. I want you to notice of Zechariah's doubt, he is now not able to speak until these things actually take place. 
So Zechariah doubts it, says that it's logically, physically impossible. And, and what happens is it's, it's almost like he's disciplined for that. Just hang on to that. Now I want to jump over. We're going to move a little bit forward into Luke chapter 1. I'm going to set the scene for you here. This is six months later. The angel Gabriel shows up, goes to Nazareth to pay a visit to Mary, the mother of Jesus. There he tells her that she will have a son. She will name him Jesus. I want to pick it up there. Luke chapter 1, verse 34 through 38. We're going to read all this real quick. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I am a virgin. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy. And he will be called the Son of God. Next verse. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren. But she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. For the word of God will never fail. Does that sound familiar? Said the same thing, right, to Zechariah. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. Guys, Mary, just like Zechariah, said that this was physically and logically impossible. I need you to catch this. She said the same thing that Zechariah said. But there's a difference here. I don't need you to miss what Gabriel did say to Mary. He said, for the word of God will never fail in other words, Gabriel is telling Mary, nothing is impossible with God. You see, one of the lessons from Christmas that we miss is don't put God in a box. It may be physically and logically impossible, but you can't put God in a box. All things are possible. Amen? When God wants to do something, you can throw logic out the window. Notice from this story, we have two similar scenarios with impossibilities. Both doubted these miracles because of physical and logical reasons. Zachariah and Elizabeth were too old. Mary was a virgin. Again, these things seem impossible to both parties, right? But here's what you need to catch from all this, guys. You got these two similar scenarios, but with two different reactions. Two different reactions. Both had doubts, but I want you to look at the difference between the doubt that comes with discipline, like Zechariah, versus the doubt that comes with a miracle, like Mary. I want to read these last two sentences again, guys. Let's see. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said to me come true. And then the angel left her. Guys, Mary may have doubted. And most of us would too. Right? Regardless if Gabriel's standing there staring at you or not, you're probably still going to doubt. If you're a virgin, you're thinking, there's no way I could have a child. If you're old like Zachariah, you're thinking, there's no way that me and my wife can have a child. Mary, even with this doubt, the thing is, though, is she had faith 
in what God said, and most importantly, she had the submission to follow through with it. That's the difference between her and Zechariah. So Christian Warriors Church, I need you to take this home with you today. When you have faith in God and submit to God, all things are possible. God's telling you guys today not to go into the new year doubting his miracles. We do it all the time. We constantly do that. I'm extremely guilty of it. He'll, he'll show me something. He'll say it's possible. And I say, God, that's not physically or logically possible. We're all going to doubt. This is the story I'm trying to get to you guys today. Zachariah doubted and Mary doubted. But the difference was Mary had the faith and the submission to follow it. So when God's showing you something and he's trying to go in a certain direction with you and he's trying to tell you to go do something or help somebody or something that looks impossible, even though it is, have faith and be submissive to it. If not, it may take your voice away. Guys, whatever's limiting you today, whatever doubts you may have, you need to leave them in 2022. You need to carry faith and submission into 2023. Everyone in this room has doubts. Everyone in this room has limitations. God knows I do. But I'll be honest with you. Even though I have those limitations, I don't ever stop from allowing him to take over. Guys, whatever it is, and I know it is, I know there's things that are limiting you. I know some of you had a tough 2022. I get it. I had a rough one. I get it. That's over. It's done. Leave it at his feet. Do y'all understand me? This is a whole new year. And God needs our help this year a lot more than he needed it last year. Amen? So it's time we step up, grab a hold of that faith, and have submission to go with it. Follow through with what he's asking of you guys, because I promise you he's got a great plan in place for everybody sitting in this room in 2023. Amen?